Hey everyone, Evian here. So before we get started on today's episode, I wanted to just warn you, I'm doing something a little different today. Usually if you've been following the series, I have someone on with me that'll speak to their experiences and journeys into sexual liberation, and then we'll jam on that for a little bit. But today I'm all by myself. It's not that I don't have someone joining me today, because I do, kind of. Her name is Ingrid except that isn't her real name. Ingrid wanted to be anonymous because her explorations towards sexual liberation are intensely personal, and she didn't want to use her name or her voice. But she did want to tell her story because she knew that it could help others who are in the same situation she was in. And sadly, it's all too common, this situation. I can actually really deeply relate to Ingrid's story. So now that we've gotten that out of the way, Here's Ingrid's story, as told to me by Ingrid, read aloud by me. Sex was complicated, to say the least. It had always been. I didn't know I was struggling with sexual trauma until I read Evian's white van story, and something inside me knew she was talking about an experience that was similar to my own. I didn't know that rape and trauma could look like that, that something could break inside you because you didn't remember to say no. In my case, I didn't know I didn't want it until it was happening and my whole body was going numb. That numbness stayed with me, along with the feeling of being broken. I had a loving boyfriend who did everything he could to get me going, but when your body is scared, there's not much you can do. Having sex for me felt like a hit and miss game. Sometimes it would work. Sometimes it would even be breathtaking, passionate, liberating. And each time that it worked, I tried to convince myself that I was finally okay, that things would work from now on. But they didn't. My body retreated more and more until one year my boyfriend and I only had sex about a dozen times in those 12 months. There were lots of tears and heartbreaking conversations during those moments. I didn't know how to answer his questions because they were mine too. Why does it have to be so difficult? What's so scary about sex? I feel so rejected. What can we do? I'll do anything. I love you. For a long time, I pretended the problems weren't there and I just tried to ignore sex. I pretended I didn't need it. I would make snarky comments about women not being visual creatures. I blamed my body, I blamed my womanhood, until one day I was done with being broken. I felt it in my bones that Evian had something that I was craving so badly. I had met her in person once, and she just radiated bold, laid-back, feminine sexuality. I knew that she had struggled with trauma too, so I told myself if she was able to find sexual freedom, then maybe I can do it too. It felt like the most audacious, out there, courageous thing I had ever done. It meant that I was finally making my sexuality a priority. I can't even tell you what we talked about during our sessions. All I remember is the feeling of liberation in the end. It felt so healing, like I was being seen and understood in a way that I never thought possible. We didn't talk about the sexual trauma much. We never dissected it. I didn't have to relive it or make sense of it. Instead, we talked about the tangible ways it was affecting me now, why I wasn't able to let my boyfriend in, what I needed from him. Looking back, it feels quite extraordinary that the trauma needed to heal by not talking about the trauma. It was a slow process. From the outside, looking in, it might have seemed that not much was happening, 
I wasn't able to freely have sex with my boyfriend yet, and I was still struggling. But I could tell that I was healing, and I trusted that. There was a light all along the way. For me, the healing came in one fell swoop at the end of our work together. It was as though we had built up towards it in those eight months we had together, and then there it was. The fear was gone. My body relaxed, and I had sex again and again without the trauma knocking on my door. Everything in my life has changed as a result of this inner healing. I can now have sex whenever I want to. I feel arousal. My boyfriend and I are making sex a priority. We even have sex dates. When we're feeling disconnected and start to fight, we have sex. We know that for us, disconnection lies at the heart of every fear and fight that we have. So we fuck to connect, and then we lovingly deal with any challenge at hand. Sex is amazing. My boyfriend and I have passionate sex, dirty sex, intimate eye-gazing sex, boring sex, quickies on the couch, sex on the carpet. The fact that I have sex at all is a major success. We talk openly about what we want our sex life to look like. We experiment. Me and my boyfriend go out of our way to make sex happen, even when we're not feeling it. It's been almost a year and a half since my work with Evian ended, and working with her gave me the foundation from which to build a healthy sex life. I'm just now discovering who I am as a sexually liberated woman. I am noticing my desires more, even the ones I feel like hiding in the closet. I am more aware of my sexual energy. Most of all, I am curious and open as to how I will unfold, who I will grow into as a sexual woman. I know the power of sex, and I am making conscious choices to acknowledge it and use it. I am ready for the next leg of my sexual liberation journey, and I feel like it's going to be wild and sensual. This is what I would tell anyone who feels completely alone with their trauma. You don't need to know how to get through this to heal yourself. Having sex like any normal trauma-free person is possible for you. There will be a time where you won't have to worry if your body will cooperate or not. Your body will soften and awaken and want sex as much as you do. You can be in a loving and intimate relationship and have a sex life that's great to go along with it. It is possible. Trust your hunches. It'll all be good. It'll be amazing, actually. So this is Evian again, no longer speaking on behalf of Ingrid. I just wanted to take a moment to say thank you to Ingrid, who I know is listening right now. She had one of the most beautiful and breathtaking um, transformations that I've ever witnessed in my work. And even though she cannot be here to openly speak about her journey, there's something really magical and special to me about her telling her story. Even if it was through me, even if it was through anonymity, I think there's something very powerful about her story. And as someone who has survived sexual trauma and who has created a flourishing sex life after sexual trauma, I am deeply inspired by her transformation. If you are like me or like Ingrid and have found yourself struggling to have sex after having sexual traumas or being raped or having had experiences that really damage the idea of sex for you, I want you to know, just as Ingrid said, there is life after sexual trauma. There is sex after sexual trauma. 
And it's all about making space for that healing and giving yourself time to process and to forgive and to grieve. Thank you so much for listening. And wherever you are, I encourage you to make your sexual liberation a priority.